Black print, we back. J five in the building. Josh Pease. Man, how long was that break? It was the same week and a half. I I think it's throwing you off that we're not doing uh, amp anymore. <laughs> nah, I just I mean maybe that is it. <laughs> Sayonara amp. Because usually we would have we would have either had done amp last week mm. or we would have done amp last Wednesday. Yeah. So it'd be usually. I mean, we still talk at the same amount of, of, of time that we talk during the week. We just don't see each other as much th- as we did during that time. That, 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 made it crazy. Kind of, that made it sound kind of sad. MC, what's going on? I'm still doing well. I mean, I do kind of miss the music element of the show. We got there's, There are ways that we're going to bring this music element back that yeah. I think is going to spike it up nice. Yeah, we got to just let us close out 2023 here. I noticed something when I played that song. We played it, I played it off of Spotify or whatever. Gunna ha- he's, he's, so it's YSL 300 and then Gunna Music. Well, that one is funny because that song is a turbo song. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I honestly, none of that shit matters. Right. P-line, yeah. It's all fucking vanity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gunna music. Yeah. Tur- hell of a day to play Gunna too. I think it's also, I, I was listening to a song earlier. I, I like the song. Turbo Publishing LLC. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like people <laughs> like, I think it's, that's the publishing P line. Yeah. Cause his, his publishing is called, is just Gunna music. Okay. That's the thing. It's like, all that shit goes back to one parent label. That's why I always think it's funny when fans are like, oh, he's why so he's not like it's just <laughs> even just when fans talk about like the record label and yeah. who puts it out. It's yeah. like, bro, it's I'll tell you who puts it out. Atlantic. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just one label with four, four hundred different subsidiaries. 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 Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's Monday. Listen, I, we weren't able to say this two weeks ago, but I got to congratulate Josh on his new uh, his new job, his new promotion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We, we knew already, but yeah. we didn't say anything. I always tell people, don't congratulate me on a job. <laughs> what? Well, here's job. The, why not? It's different. It's congratulate different, me though. when I retire. Congratulate me when I, you know, when you, you hear about Josh P's making five million dollars in one play. Then I'm like, okay, that's something to congratulate. This me is on, a big but... play, though. I, I, this is a big play to me. It's more than a job to me because, like, you are. It's not just like you're, the, you know, beside something. You're the head of something. Like, I, feel you, I mean, I'm glad you feel that way. I feel that way too. Sometimes, um, I've told my, I've told every, I told my whole family about this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, like, <laughs> I told my whole family. Like, yeah, my mom knows. Yeah, yeah my mom knows too. I, I barely tell my mom. <laughs> I, what? No, I tell my mom. I barely tell my dad. Sheesh. That was like, what does that mean? A raise? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Slightly. Isn't that crazy? Like, if we were to go to our parents, like, and be like, "Oh, this is I," you know, "this is what I do. This is what I do now." A lot of them like wouldn't know what that is. Like, they wouldn't. They they're just like, "Oh, cool, yeah, awesome." Like, they they wouldn't think it was like the biggest thing in the world. No, I mean, because not to say it isn't, but you know, I, I think a lot of this shit doesn't make sense to people of, of past generations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as long as I'm happy and I'm moving forward and I'm not... Uh, I forgot to hit record, by the way. Sheesh. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> glad, I'm glad you didn't get that. <laughs> it's too no. late. It's, like, it's recorded anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Honestly, like at the end of the day, I think my parents are happy for me. Uh, my family's happy for me. Um, I'm happy for me. I'm glad my friends are happy yeah, for I'm me. Yeah, I'm super happy. But uh, for me, it's just like another day, another dollar. Of course, I knew you'd be like that. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I figured that you would, you would have that reaction. Not that it's a bad reaction. Yeah, no, it's I, just. Yeah. I think that I think that what makes me the most happy about it is knowing knowing how hard you've worked and then like being like present. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and witnessing it from 
when me and you used to work together to like you know pass that you know what i mean i, I think that being the head of hip-hop and r&b at spotify i saw you're you were in hits daily double bro that's something yeah, i was in I, billboard this morning too billboard. <laughs> you know what i mean like come on man like that's that's amazing there's not a lot of people i i think i think one thing about it is is like i want to be better at showing that love you know what i'm saying yeah. while we still can no i appreciate that and I, I think i gotta be better at accepting compliments and that love um the best part for me is seeing peas in the headline of anything. Yes. I think it's just such a, a, a troll. <laughs> <laughs> I look at this shit and I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, like, I just love being Josh Pease. I love yeah. people saying, yeah, Josh Pease. Like, I think that's, um, it's funny. I was joking with my friend and she was like, like, nigga, you got an artist name. I'm just like, yeah. I guess I do. <laughs> it's a striking name. Like, people, yeah. people know it. The thing is, is like, you, like, you're like two months removed from, having a billboard in Times Square, yeah. like months removed from like big campaigns you've done. Like the, the shit, the shit's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just happy as your friend, as your brother, like to just be witness to it. So once no, again, I appreciate it. I, I, I really, um, I really do appreciate it. I was it's funny over the weekend. I was thinking about, um, just those cashmere days. Yes. And like, man, I've come a long way from them these days. Like, yeah. Bro. I remember there was a point when I was working at cashmere, I used to take the bus to work. Wow. Like, you don't understand, the bus from North Hollywood all the way to fucking Playa del Rey. Playa del Rey. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, just to see where I'm at now, um, I I'm absolutely appreciate it. Bro, um, we was in meetings taking notes and ordering snacks. Food. I, was, I remember ordering food. I remember being in meetings with, yeah, I remember being just, you know, a, a coordinator. The which cr- I, The crazy part about that shit was, and what I appreciate and respect the most about you is that, like, when we would be in meetings with certain people that would come through, like, this is the craziest part. They would already know who you were. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would know who you were. Humbling experience. But it, but it wasn't even humbling because my thing is this, like, you learned so much from that experience, but you also were willing to start from the bottom to get the experience that you're at right now. Yeah. And that's what I respect. Because I'm looking at you like, this motherfucker, like, has been all over the world and he with me as a coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we both taking notes and I was like, that's 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 real down to earth shit. Yeah, no, nah, nah, that's the thing. I I, I that's my life. I've never been afraid to be at the bottom and, mm. and work my way up and mm. learn. I think when you are at when you start at the bottom, you get to see everything. You get yeah. to see how yep. a whole company works, and I think that's um, always a benefit. I, I love that perspective. Um, you know, that's something I never shy away from. Um, those are times I never uh, try to forget because you know it prepares me for where I'm at now, and and I'm always I'm always proud of those moments, man. Yeah. Like I'm proud of being in those meetings where. I'm taking notes and I'm learning every aspect of how a campaign runs. And mm-hmm. I'm proud of being in those meetings where I, I remember I literally took notes for fucking Snoop Dogg's cookbook. Yeah. Like I transcribed his cookbook and then uh, my boss wrote it. Yeah. And this was something that didn't even have anything to do with work. Like we right. just like some, you know, some out of work shit. Like yeah. he was getting a little extra check on the side. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it just because like I want this experience. I want mm-hmm. I want to remember this moment. I want to have this FaceTime with Snoop. So when I see him again, he's like, oh, nephew, like he yeah. remember who I am because I've been around for pivotal moments in his life. So, um, yeah, I, I never shy away from that stuff. Um, shout out to Travis Scott because he used to always call uh, me, Anwar, and Casey like they started from the bottom crew. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, y'all y'all started from the bottom. Like he, because he, he understood where he came in. Like he came in, Grand Hustle, good music. Like he didn't start from the bottom exactly. Right. So he always like you know nodded off to us and being like yo y'all really started at the ground level and worked y'all way up so yeah you know I'm proud of it and in another pivotal moment you mentioned pivotal moments this is episode fifty 
Damn. of the black print. <laughs> it's crazy. It's episode 50. This is a very, you know, go, along, going along with your personality, a very subdued episode 50. I was thinking, oh, we could do this, make it extravagant yeah. and all this shit. And I was like, ah, Josh wouldn't like that. I kind of forgot. <laughs> I mean, I've always been down to do some shit, dress up in costumes again. We all dress like 50 Cent. Oh, um, no, but 50 episodes. And again, like the story from where this pod was to, to where it is now. It was the RNC Radio podcast at first, and yeah. I was like super excited. I was like, I got, we got Josh to do this shit. Like, we're, we're going to do it. We had stopped doing it for a while. And then we, we came through and brainstormed and had phone calls and conversations about what we would make this. And seeing what it is now, 50 episodes in, is incredible. Like, the attention that we get and, and just people knowing what the fucking show is. Like, I, I, I'm blessed to get to 50. Yeah, no, nah, we're still not in our final form yet, I think. This show um, is ever growing, and I'm I'm proud uh, and and thankful for all the people who listen. Yeah, um, you know I always run into people, and I'm like, yo, I listen to the show. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I just appreciate it all, man. I think you know I'm I'm excited and happy that you pushed me to kind of continue this on, and and Mark, you know, like you've been a pivotal part of where we've grown to now, and. You know, I'm just I'm glad that we kind of kept this going because it's a real community that we've built. Yeah, real. They and they love they love the last episode of B sides. If you guys are not on the Patreon, by the way, I gotta sell it. I know that I know the people that's listening yeah. don't like for me to sell the Patreon. We gotta sell it because last week, last last episode of B sides, people was like, "Nah, the person who did tell you about the fucking wedding, they fucked up, y'all." Hey. <laughs> somebody was like Josh is somebody told me Josh is way too uh, casual about the fact that that nigga didn't tell him about the wedding hey man go listen to that episode of B-Sides um, it's funny I have some friends who who cut that friend off so yeah. I, I understand I, me I don't give a fuck <laughs> I just know how it is man it's just expensive paying for these plates I don't even like y'all niggas all the way. <laughs> I made sure. I made sure that everyone that was invited to my, I, I, I was like, your plus ones. You have to have been with them for more than six months. Yeah, I remember you, that. Yeah, you got it. Like, you know, there was people saying, "Can I bring a plus one?" I'm like, "How long you been with them?" Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even bring nah. a plus one. You did it. No, yeah. you, did. you could have. Uh, I mean, for me, I, I like riding solo at a wedding, in a relationship or not. I think okay. Solo at a wedding as a man, different kind of energy. What? What? What does that mean? It's just a different kind of energy, man. I think it's just like if you there, it's like it's a wedding. Women don't want to get married. They catch a bouquet. She's yeah. solo there. You fly. Like it's a different type of energy, man. I I enjoyed that. It it was it, it was everybody was having fun there. I I know a plus didn't bring a plus one. I, I think a couple of other people didn't bring. I, we had plenty of room for plus one. Maybe I don't know. You know what? Nah, I'm not gonna say that. We didn't have plenty of room because <laughs> I I know how much it costs. So we did have room for that. But um yeah, episode fifty. I just think about some of the moments that we had. I just remember like the first episode and and we were recording literally in my old apartment in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. It's before Mark, actually, I think. Yeah. It's like way before Mark. And we were just like, what is this going to turn out to be? And like, how is this going to transform? Because at that point, we already knew about the AMP deal. Yeah. And we wanted to kick the we wanted to kick this podcast off before AMP came out so that we had kind of a footprint already. Yeah. And we we built it from there. And I mean, we had so many, you know, episodes that dealt with just like stuff that we've been talking about like in our lives and you know things that have been going on and certain things that weren't always the most comfortable topics to talk about but we we still kind of managed to have it you know have that yeah. out in here and, and i think a lot of people appreciated that yeah no i, I think for me when, we, when i first thought of the idea of the black print like i just wanted this to be a safe space for us and mm-hmm. you know us just isn't black folks it's just us who think in this on this similar wavelength and 
and, you know, just go through life experiencing similar things or, or things together and just having a place to just talk about it and think about it in, in, in different ways and, and hear different perspectives on it all. Um, you know, I, I feel hey, I'm thinking back to some past episodes like we've actually really covered some 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 deep topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've done it in a way that's entertaining in a way that um, allows us to grow from it all, man. So yeah. I, I'm, you know, I appreciate you guys to the fullest. Um, you know, this is definitely a, a, a mental exercise for me uh, every two weeks. What you mean mental exercise? Uh, just, just to push my ways of thinking yeah. and just think about things differently and not be so um, Josh P's in it all. Yeah. I, I've, I have a very particular way of thinking sometimes and I just need different perspectives sometimes. So. Yeah. I think we all, all the time, actually. We we all I, I think I think that's what people enjoy is, is the the difference of opinions. Yeah. I, I I'm pretty sure when I, when I disagree, niggas is like, listen, yes, <laughs> like <laughs> yes. Well, it's crazy. I'm sure there's people who listen being like, mm, nigga, wrong. So I get it. Like what, I, me, yeah. I'm never wrong. All right, I'm never wrong. All right, I'm always right. You know, I I uh, I brought up. Uh, I brought up the five yard line thing. A lot of people were talking about the five yeah, yard thing. Nigga, there's no way in hell you getting five yards. <sighs> Listen, there's no way in hell. I told my father-in-law about it, and this this motherfucker went off for about 15, 20 minutes about how it is not possible. And I was like, "You don't believe in me?" He's like, "He's like, no." He's he was like, "How many tries again?" I was like, yeah. tries. I'm telling you, you're not getting it, bro. He said they are gonna mop you up off the ground, bro. You gonna be like a fucking Daryl Hamlin or Demar Hamlin. So we were talking die in the field. I asked him at Thanksgiving, and we were they were watching football already. He was like, "Did you see that?" He was like, "That wasn't even that wasn't even three yards." He was like, "That was that was point five yards." So I'm like, "I don't even know what that means, man, brother." It's tough, bro. I don't think you're getting it. You guys don't have no faith in me at all. I don't, which is crazy. Just yeah. lie, bro. That's it. Just lie. Yeah. You get two, you get two, three yards. You barely watch football either. You don't know. <laughs> Just slide. I don't. I, t- I told him he can't score fifteen points. I for in sure basketball can. definitely can't score fifteen I points for sure in basketball. Can. <laughs> I, for sure can. I don't even think you can score five points in basketball. No, I. I mean, it's impossible. And with, with yeah. like them playing for real. Yeah, I, I don't even think I could score five points. Although I did score nine on Drew Holiday in high school. <laughs> Before, before he had NBA training and all that shit. Hey man, he was still. How did that? How did that go? Who else was on his team? He had some people. He had this one dude who had more points than him. I don't know what this guy's name is. I gotta ask somebody. Um, light skinned shooter. He was just in the corner, just knocking down threes. I'm like, I'm surprised he's not in the NBA. He was nice. Have y'all seen the TikTok of the guy who has a picture of like his old <clears throat> junior college squad? And he was like. This is a picture of my junior college squad, and this is why we're all not in the league. And all of them like caught murder charges and shit like that. Oh like, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? I saw that. I mean, shit, that's in every neighborhood. <laughs> I know some killers who could who could have been in the NFL and the NBA. Honestly. Well, I mean, shit, there's killers in, in both. Yeah. <laughs> right now, shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Thanksgiving was last week. Josh, I didn't hear it from you at all. Yeah, I, man, I'm like you went, really. You went dark. I was like, I, I told, I told my wife the other day, I was like, I haven't heard from Josh, but I'm pretty sure he's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to do better just being like off the grid. Yeah. Um, off the grid, but still on my phone, which is terrible. <laughs> but all, I, I got one step of the way. So I just I just want to be better just about being like present. Not yeah, being present, but also just um being unreachable. And that yeah. sounds a little bad coming off the, the tongue, pause. But um, but I just wanna, you know, like I just wanna kind of just be to myself sometimes i yeah. think i need that um and yeah thanksgiving was that time i feel like you know everybody's with their family anyway so i can just kind of sneak away what'd you do um i spent thanksgiving with my grandmother's house i always go to my grandmother's house for thanksgiving she was like the best chef i know in the world yeah 
Um, my dad fried a turkey. Um, watching football. That was really it. I went to a friend's house after, just kicked it for a minute. Um, I didn't really do too much. I watched a, I watched a good movie over Thanksgiving break called um, Fingernails. A little indie flick. You be watching something. You be on your indie. I shit. think it's on. I want to say it's on Apple TV. Yeah, I think it's on Apple TV. You be on. Your, you be on your indie shit. I gotta say. I watch I'm films. Impressed. You know, I don't watch movies. I watch. They say he's watching film. This yeah. this film shit's crazy. Um, you said you had a fried turkey. I had a fried turkey for the first time over Thanksgiving. My um, my wife's uncle made yeah. a turkey, right? And shout out to him. He listens to the show. Oh, nice. Shout out, extra shout out to him. And he had a, he he fried a turkey and smoked a turkey. That smoked turkey probably was busting. Bro, I have never I've never been like a turkey guy. Yeah. So when they told me he was making two, I said, Oh great. Like I'm like, okay, I'll 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 try it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. thinking it's gonna be dry as turkey. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever, whatever. Nah. He was the MVP of the day. Oh because yeah. Because that was the best shit out. Like I I cooked food that day. I was like, I don't even want to niggas even try my food. <laughs> what would you cook? I I well it was a, it was a it was a lighter year for me. You know, usually I like cook yeah, everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or me and my mother in law <clears throat> will cook. But um, everybody, like, my wife's whole family, like, got together. Okay. And uh, so I, I only had to cook one dish. So I made the dish, and I was kind of just, like, twiddling my thumbs, like, the fuck do I do? What, what else what do I do? What dish was it? It was, uh, I made a stuffing. Oh, nice. I'll I make a good stuffing. I'll make a fire stuffing, actually. Before I go any further, stuffing versus dressing. That was an argument that I had. I know this is an old-ass argument. Thanksgiving's over. Yeah. Stuffing is cornbread-based, right? They both the same to me. I don't That's know what's what- the difference. I said I think it's just what you thing. call it. Stu- I think people called it stuffing because it was stuffed inside the turkey. The turkey. Yeah. yeah. But stuffing and dressing is the same to me. Like stovetop, when we ate stovetop in Virginia, we didn't have it in no turkey. We would have it on the side. On the side. Yeah, I never yeah. do it. In, I mean, my grandmother, I think might have did it one time in the turkey. My dad fries the turkey now. And yeah. honestly, fried turkey is the best turkey ever. It, it was it was it was juicy. It, it didn't yeah. feel, it didn't taste dry. The the skin was perfectly kind of minted. The, he put like some type of dry rub or some type of like seasoning on on the 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 smoked one, mm. bro. It it tasted like barbecue chicken, like th- that was the closest thing I could describe it as. It tastes nah, like should, barbecue chicken. I, I, fried turkey's fire. I got a group chat that's raving about my dad's fried turkey yeah. right now. Smoked turkey, busting. I already know. Like I I know for a fact. MVP of the night. Have you tried Have you tried smoked turkey or, or fried turkey, Mark? I don't think so. I think I've just been standard turkey. I can't remember it being like smoked or or anything special. My thing is this: like at Thanksgiving dinner is like when you know your shit. Like like he walked in like hey, hey, hey. like I got this shit. <laughs> okay, he was happy. He was excited. If he's like, hey, hey, hey. yeah, motherfucker, he put his shit down. I was like I was like oh he he cooking something up. But you all like you always want to be the MVP of the of the house mm. when you go to Thanksgiving. Like you always want to have the best dish, and that's why I was so upset because I was like. I think something that happened and somebody couldn't make the ham. And I was like, I should have just, I should have stepped up and said, I make the ham. Cause I could have been like right there. Yeah. I feel like what I made this year didn't make the, you know, I, I might've been fourth place Damn. this year. Mm. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I ain't, I'll, I'll tell you, bro, my, my stuffing has won first place. <laughs> I know. Like it literally has. We, one year we went around and asked everybody, what was your favorite dish? That is fucked up. <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> that, is, that is fucked up. Hey man, you gotta know. <laughs> But I feel as though, and I made sure to tell him multiple times, like you, you saved the night. Like that was the that was the shit. Like I need to go see how you do this. Also, just the fried turkey is dangerous. Like you got to be a fucking a firefighter fried turkey. <laughs> he, said, he said he brines it, so he makes oh, sure, yeah. that's what makes that's what sure you got to do with all your turkey. Yeah, like, I don't people just raw dog and putting some <laughs> spice on the turkey and throwing it in the oven. You're crazy. <laughs> Actually, that's really nasty. But you got to brine it. 
Um, so people have noise. different shit. People put lemon, uh, orange juice. Some yeah. people put Hennessy. Like I've seen all different types of yeah, shit. Henny turkey's crazy too. Yeah, I've heard about that. Nah, as well. some people. Yeah, you, you can get to it, but um, the best turkey I've ever had has been fried. I, I must say, fry was great. Okay, fry was like a nine because I was like, yo, fried turkey, shit. Like I've never, I've never had it like that before. Yeah. The fucking smoke, the smoke. We gotta, I gotta get them to make another one. Hmm. I was like, I literally told my wife, I was like, I'll buy a turkey and pay him to make one for me That's so I could have that again. Yeah. So, all off top, that was probably the best part of my Thanksgiving day, for sure. I mean, you know, meeting with the family's cool and having my father-in-law tell me that I would be murdered in the hmm. football field was also fun. But, you know, that was the best part. That was, that was great. My only other issue with the Thanksgiving weekend is the Black Friday shit. This shit ain't lit no more. <laughs> shit. I don't know about my, for me, it was kind of lit. I bought How? some shit. I, bought, I definitely did some shopping Black Friday. I mean, just across that whole weekend. I yeah. can't even say it was Black Friday. It was just across that weekend. I just did some shopping. I uh, I bought socks. Amazon had a bomb-ass deal on the Dyson fans. You know, the hot and cold fans? Mm. Them shits are usually like $500, $600. They're only like $200-something on Amazon right now. I had to oh, do shit. it. I had to do that's it. Good. I, that's like the best cop that I have. But everything else, other than me wanting them, one of them slim PS5, that was really the only thing I wanted. Was Was, was that... Be buying clothes, man. I got a problem. I literally do have a spending addiction. I'm I'm bad because I'm on Monier fives. Yeah, I got them both. Oh yeah, see, I got <laughs> I got the white ones. Um, black ones are pending. Someone has a pair they're gonna sell me. I'm hopefully, sorry. I, hey, the black ones go. Yeah. The black ones, I wasn't I wasn't feeling it until I saw LeBron wearing them in the in the tunnel mm. two weeks ago, and I was like, all right, I got to get those. Yeah. The, the, like I'm on Monier. I mean. Their legal issues notwithstanding, they've always brought it with the Jordan collapse. Have yeah. you, heard, you heard about that? Yeah, I did hear about that, man. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers. Uh, <laughs> honestly, that's like... Uh, that was real China money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, you know, like the backdooring of shoes and that whole thing has always been a, something with shoe stores. Um, but okay, it's always been a thing, Josh. But it's never been this. It, like, well, this I is, mean, honestly, this is international trafficking. <laughs> that's my thing. It's like he's not charging anything. It's all just speculative at this point, alleged. Yeah. Um, I I can't see what did they say. Like it was like seventy two million or some shit. Seventy two million, and I, it has I was, some weird, crazy number. I'm like, that's how much y'all think it's worth. He probably sold like five pairs of Jordans, and y'all looked on StockX and was like, oh, these are worth this how much? Like. I just think it's just all trumped up charges, man. But it could be an issue where they could take his Nike account away, like that. I think that's what I'm more, you know, like that'd be sad. Yeah, that's just sad. I, mean, I kind of looked into it, like they said he would, like had peers that were saying like they were going in, like people at the warehouse didn't even know because they were like saying like Kansas and yeah. Nevada, <laughs> like Kansas was code word for China. It was and, going like, to Shanghai. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is what it is. Like owning a shoe store. I can't say that I wouldn't be doing the same thing. Yeah, because like that's the way that the shoe store stays afloat. Yeah, that's how you make like money. Yeah. Like, let's just be real. Like shoe stores, I Don't would make imagine, no money. That's what I was gonna say. I would imagine that they're not very profitable on their own, Bruh, I'll be dying. Like I'll be going into like uh, undefeated all the time. Yeah, and like I always just laugh when I see like the undefeated collab Air Forces. That's like over in the first sale section. Yeah, I'm like yeah, ain't nobody <laughs> buying this. The four sections, four sale, like the on sale section. You having more shoes than the regular section. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. So it's like all these shoes, nobody buying this shit. Like, how are they gonna make their money? I, I I look at it like even I mean to to kind of cross over into like the next thing that happened while we were you know between our episodes, the complex con happened. Oh yeah, and then I went I went up the complex con, and then I was like, 
walking through that. Me and you walked through ConfidenceCon. Yeah. And I was just like, just nothing seems cool no more. Like, nothing seems cool. No one's really excited about anything anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of ComplexCon just being like ComplexCon. It's like, it ain't yeah. really the, the place to be anymore. But I think fashion is a little stale at the moment. <clears throat> um, it isn't where it was, you know, four years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that energy is just being displaced on the on the on the showroom floor. Um, I don't know. I don't know what kids are buying nowadays. Roblox, R- Roblox, uh, season passes to yeah. Call of Duty. Like I, I kids is gambling, man. Uh, yeah, steak on fan book, steak, fan duel, power. Yeah. What's it called? Power what's prize the, picks. Prize picks. That's that shit booth. That's the one with the uh, funny Marco commercial that I that I see all the time on yeah. MTV. Have you seen that commercial? I have seen it. I was like, it's like him acting for real always gets me because it's like that like you're really trying to act yeah, <laughs> it's commercial funny. bro he's just he's like, i could get all my my picks on on, on uh prize picks and then it's like another comedian or some shit like oh a black genie that's all i know from that commercial whether you're just discovering your voice or taking your show to the next level you know what the world needs to hear. All you have to do is say it. With Spotify, set up your podcast, your food podcast, your mindfulness podcast, your never thought you'd get this far podcast, and watch those sparks fly. Drop the episode anywhere people listen and find out who they're cooking with, where they're finding inner balance, and why they love your show. You're already a creator. Now you can create, connect, and get paid for your passion with one single free tool. Spotify for podcasters. Talk where the world listens. You just released a new episode on Spotify, but don't just release episodes. Stand out on the world's most popular listening platform, wherever your show is hosted, with Spotify for podcasters. So don't just publish a podcast. Guide listeners to recommended content, featured episodes, and more. Don't just talk to your listeners. Use Q&As and polls to engage fans where they already are. Don't just check your stats. Find out where on Spotify you're being discovered and more. Tap a global audience of over 500 million. Then turn those listeners into fans with Spotify for podcasters. It's just terrible. <laughs> but like we walked through ComplexCon. There was some really cool activations. I, you know, shout out to Sharday. Uh, she was she was behind or one of the masterminds behind the Rebel Moon uh, mm-hmm. activation and Netflix. I wasn't able to get in there. Line was too crazy that day. Um, there was the e- uh, the eBay thing was really cool. Oh yeah. I think that I think my my main takeaway from ComplexCon is that like there was no like to me cohesive kind of like visual style to it. Like it, it just seemed like like the the Murakami feel how you want to feel about it. It was everywhere. Like it felt, it felt like it was plastered. Yeah. It felt like a big deal, and I don't know if it's just not cactus plant flea market style, but it just felt like very much like this could have been something they did their on their own. Yeah, I, I hear you. It definitely didn't have like a cohesive style throughout. Like even when Verdi did it last year, mm-hmm. kind of felt like something throughout the whole like festival. a cartoon, like like a like yeah. a cool little cartoon that you walk through. This one felt kind of like we in a basement, and I guess that's that might be their aesthetic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be what they go for, but. It it just it was a bunch of spiders everywhere and happy faces. Yeah, the kids like the spider. The kids did like the spider. Lisa was like, "Oh, daddy long leg." <laughs> um, yeah, it was cool. Complex Con for me was great actually. Um, debuted ain't shit funny tacos. L ain't shit funny tacos. Come on, man. Um, that was super dope. Um, people loved it. 
Bum B loved it. Yeah, Bum B loved it. It's actually crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, I the food was the best part of the complex con for me. Yes. I had a lot of good food there. Same. And even though I only came for your tacos, the actual section, they moved the the first buffet section away from like the water and all that shit. Yeah. And moved it out to like that big parking lot section, right? And I think it was the north wing of the convention center. Um and it's just like a whole it looked like a, a like a food festival out there. Like yeah. like a like an honest to God. One that you might find out in um, Venice, like you know, they had mm-hmm. like the first Fridays out there with the food trucks, something like that. It looked like that out there, and it it was it was a really cool like situation, especially with with, with your booth because it was next to Trill Burgers, which was next to Trill uh, Chicken Tenders, all of that stuff. Like it was like a whole like family. Yeah, no, nah, shout out to um Andy. Andy wins my partner on uh L ain't shit funny. Also a guest on our show. Oh yeah, he's been on Black Print a couple or once before. Yeah. Um but yeah, shout out to Andy. He kind of helped curate portion of it. Mm. And um he brought in like some of his concepts that he's been developing. He brought in some people that he just was a fan of from like Dallas and it was really good, man. It was a, it was a good good vibe out there. I spent most of my time outside just kind of like man in the booth and just hanging out there. Um, as far as like the the showroom floor for ComplexCon, like shout out to Barriers, um, definitely did this thing. The the the, the customizable um, jackets, the M one jackets was super yeah, dope. It was jumping. That that yeah. Barriers booth was jumping from the moment I got there to the moment I left. Yeah, was about three hours. Um, shout out to Diva Reese. Um, he, he had a good show in there. Um, who else? I kind of enjoy. Oh, shout out to Riff Riff LA. That's the only thing I shopped. That's that was a cool pop place. up. Yeah, I mean, they just basically put their store at ComplexCon, but I ended up coming up on um, the Jeff McFetridge uh, Vandals, which came out like 2003. Um, got a pair for like $75. It's still wearable? Uh, yeah, still wearable. Okay. Um, a little dirty, but untied, unlaced, yeah. brand new. You can clean it up. Yeah, yeah, no problems. Um, then I got the uh, the Rasheed Wallace uh, Air Forces, the black patent leather ones. Yeah, you really was shopping. Yeah, got those for like one fifty. You were shopping for real. Like I, I, I think another thing that was, and I, and actually, what what I want to ask you was like, what was the most surprising thing that you saw out of out of your booth and and out of ancient funny tacos? Like what 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 did you see that, that had you kind of feeling the, the the best about the whole thing? I just like that people like the food. I think for me, um, I'm always a little nervous, like presenting something to the world, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Um, and food was just like a first time for me. Yeah. Um, and I've been working on this idea for like two years with Andy and, and uh, Fernando. Um, so just to get out in the world and see people enjoying it and like, you know, seeing my friends copping it and seeing people I didn't know copping it and loving it. Like that was the best part for me. Um, it just felt good. It felt good to get this idea out. Like just felt like a, a big release. And now, you know, looking ahead, um, looking ahead to just different events that we're going to do. And mm-hmm. people, it, people actually came out like, yo, I need you for my event. So that's fire. That was great. I as as my own, I'm wearing the shirt too. So oh, yeah. this is my own personal review. Oh yeah, shout out to Street Mob too. Street Mob Records um, mm-hmm. did the collab with them. Uh, yeah, they they you know shout out to Jesus, shout out to Chino. Um, there was two shirts too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, did two tees. Um, might put those online this week. Who knows? I need to get the white one. I need yeah. to so put it online. But my personal review, and I didn't when I when I reviewed it first, I I didn't want it to sound underhanded. When I said it tasted like the tacos I used to make out the box, that's not under. I, I didn't want it to feel underhanded nah, yeah. because like it, it it was a more gourmet version of that. Like the the actual ground beef was was very very like rich and like flavorful. The actual cheese was great. Like it it felt like a Tito's taco, but like a Tito's taco if we were to mix it with how we came up eating tacos. Like I was introduced to tacos back in the day in Virginia 
with the yellow box El Paso El Paso tacos. Like that's how that's how yeah. we we learned what that shit was. It was a crunchy taco, which is my favorite, and the the shell was was fucking perfect. No, one I mean? thing that I learned um, from this experience. Mexicans do not like crunchy tacos. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they do. They, they do. They do. I they mean, do. that's a, a exaggeration, but they just—it's just not traditional. So, yeah. like, just a lot of my Mexican friends I talk to are like, "Oh, like they like it. They think it's good, but it's just not the traditional taco." But that was the whole point. I'm not Mexican, so I'm not coming yeah. here to make the traditional taco. Yeah. Um, but I just talking to a few people. They were just like, "Oh, crunchy taco. Like, why you gotta do a, a soft show too?" And I'm like. I w- it wouldn't be authentic if I yeah. did a soft show because that, that's a that's what a lot of and you know that's what a lot of us eat is the crunchy tacos like when nah, I was, that's that's what I eat yeah like when I was little I always got the crunchy Taco Bell tacos yeah. you know the yellow shell like that that's what it felt nostalgic and me. that was the point I think for me it was also just harkening back to like the tacos I made at home right. the tacos my mom made the tacos my auntie made um, that's kind of what I wanted to bring with this business. I think, you know, there's a ton of traditional taco places. You go to LA, there's one on every corner, literally. Right. So that wasn't what I wanted to bring to to just the, the industry. I wanted to do something a little bit different. What um, was the sauce? Um, taco sauce. So it's a taco sauce that um that Fernando kind of developed. It's kind of got like a sweet taste to it. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I actually really enjoyed it. I have I you know, if you follow me on social media, I've been making my own hot sauce. Um the next pop up we do, I'll have that on hand. Um, I just, I've been so busy. I didn't even have time to make a batch, but, but yeah, I'm looking forward to incorporating that. Maybe I give it a 10 and not just cause you're my friend, but I give it a 10 because as a, as a person who eats food, it was fantastic. You know what yeah. I mean? And my, um, I, I, I just thought that like, I, I literally sat at a, at a bench by myself, like a nerd and just ate it. Oh yeah. I did the same like, thing. Like, yeah, this is, this is fire. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it definitely like brought back those memories, but it just, it, it, the, the actual taco just tasted so nostalgic, bro. Like it, it was, I was like, yo, this is literally what I would want a taco to taste like back then. <laughs> like, and, and it brought me back to that moment here. So, 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 so much worth the wait. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to that too. You've been doing a lot of shit, man. Yeah, man. But it, it was great. And it was worth the, literally the only reason I, I, I went to Complex Commons for the tacos. Thank you. I told Reese that shit. I was like, I'm only here for the tacos, bro. Oh man. But give me that hood, that beanie though. He's disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Reese, man. Shout out to, to I, I really do want to shout him out for just, you know, bringing the Diva booth to life. That shit was really dope. Crazy um, design, crazy look. He he had a commercial that was like the PlayStation 3, the old PlayStation 3 commercial, but with the, you see, you see it with like the baby? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the old PS3 commercial. And he had the Diva box with, with the, I guess, with the shirt in there as like in place of the PS3. And if you remember that weird ass commercial from 2006, he he remixed it, and I was like, "That's the kind of aesthetic that I love about Diva is that like he's bringing stuff from like the two thousands and shit and making it like what it is. It's very mm-hmm. punk rock, yeah. If you would, it's very some forty one, and that's what I, I respect about Diva. I had I had to grab a beanie just to show love, though. Yeah, I grabbed the whole the denim, not denim, um, the camo suit. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, I, I I fuck I fuck with that booth. I saw she in the top three booths to accomplish con, but I, I I don't know, man. I, I walked out of it and I was like, that that might be the last one. It yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It, it felt like a swap meet in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, that's what Complex Con has always been, though. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like in years past, you had like a Nike or Adidas or some Babe. big brand that kind of anchor it. But ultimately, at the bottom of it all, it's just like a swap meet with a bunch of brands just coming together. So. Yep. Yep. That's pretty much it. I, I, I mean, I, I think when I was still working at the hundreds or somewhere, they said they signed like a nine year deal with Long Beach Convention Center. So, like, this is only what the fifth one? Who knows? 
Hmm. Who knows what they'll make out of this one. But um, happening in the news this week, the YSL case started today as we're recording this. Wow. Young Thug versus the, or YSL versus the state of Georgia. Um, there's been all sorts of things, you know, popping in and out from the news. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where this goes. The it, case itself has seemed like a circus, though, to be sure, to be fair. Like, it, it seemed crazy. It, I it mean, seems crazy. Absolutely circus. I think, you know, just Young Thug being on trial is crazy in itself. Yeah. Um, it's funny that they're showing the whole trial on TV. Yeah, on court or, TV. Court TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, like, I'm like, should I watch it day by day or should I just binge it at the end? <laughs> and watch the clips. The Because the, court TV is funny because they'll do like the like the ESPN like plays of the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they actually have like a really good TikTok channel. Oh really? I discovered it when um when the guy was on trial for like remember he uh he killed his girlfriend's oh, the, brother. Oh the football player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched I was like, oh they got a TikTok channel. This is, this is the highlights. Yeah, the plays of the day at the end of court TV is always funny. Like they will Crazy. literally be like, This is what happened to the case today. And they'll have somebody break it down. Circle little niggas faces all that I swear to you. It's like crazy. they really? break the shit. Yes, they break the shit down the end of the at the end of the proceedings. They'll be like, okay, these are the top things that happened today. This is the this is the like they'll they'll talk about like a, a, a singular thing that someone said and they'll say, This was the moment there where we think the jury's gonna turn or whatever. And from what I've seen so far, prosecution opens up with their with their opening statements, um, or their opening opening arguments, and you know, they introduce evidence that they didn't tell anybody that that they had which is right for you know it's cause for them to to object to it and that caused a big ruckus today because there there was a bunch of stuff behind that they were trying to get a mistrial not gonna happen yeah but um the the funniest shit to me was the fucking her reading the take it to trial lyrics and i was like i know nobody in that fucking jury was like hmm yeah (laughs) this guy it's a fucking criminal bro i mean she's reading yeah Gotti's verse (laughs) she was reading yeah she was reading these first i was like i don't know i i i you know josh i know you'll probably like object not object we're not in court but like you'll probably have your own your own like views on this but i'm like this song came out like way past the point of like when he like of him being like a successful multi-platinum artist like i i would have expected him to dig deeper into like 1017 thug or like some shit like early shit where he was actually explicitly saying but shit that's like not that. when, but that's not the timeline of it all you gotta think they're, they're trying to establish him as the shot caller the guy who caught the shots like those early things is probably him as a soldier yeah, yeah. And probably exaggerating a lot more than now he's like talking about shit that's actually happened i saw they did bring up like they mentioned they were talking about like when nut the guy who passed away died and like he was driving in a tahoe doug has a line where he says 100 rounds in the tahoe like yeah that's the shit they're looking for, and that's the shit that's going like. But I also feel like him. I feel like the defense can say he could be talking about some shit he heard, like like oh, no, lot, absolutely. A lot of lyrics, could, like the the lyric thing, is a slippery slope for sure. Yeah. Because like, if there's somebody in the jury that's just like, <gasps> wow, it's like like you know like the Bobby Shimmerta case, yeah. right? Like literally everybody he named in that yeah. went to jail. Or like remember that remember when uh saw baby video uh. Hit him pull with up a stick. Yeah. yeah, like pull, pull up with a stick. Came out. He got in trouble with that. Yes, first forty eight had a whole episode where they found all the niggas in that video. <laughs> so I mean, it's just like they had actual guns in the video. Yeah. That was the whole thing. It, it was an actual episode. Look it up. There's an actual episode of First Forty Eight that where where they talk about the video and they they find I, 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 if not all but some of them that were toting guns in that video. So it's like it's a slippery slope for sure. I I look at it like easily easily defense could say. 
I mean, he, he could have heard about it, you know, from a secondhand source, or he could have he could have just been talking about well, what Tahoe do you think he's talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of ways to poke holes in that. I'm wondering like what's concrete and 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 cementable that they can they can really like can really hold them on. But I I think again, this whole case is just the judge brought a dog. <laughs> like I'm just like this is some backwoods country type shit. I don't know what's gonna happen at the end of this. I'm worried. I, I've already like settled and, and come to terms with the fact that. He's going to be sitting down, if not for like the rest of his life, then for a, a considerable amount of time. I, I've come to terms with Damn. that. Damn. I mean, with honestly, that. I. You're always the one saying you're thinking that somebody's going to do 20, 50, 25 I think he's going to get off. It's, no it, way. I think he gets off. I think the case is such a shit show, uh, just the way they're going about it. There's nobody left, by the way. It's literally just like him it's and just like, him. two other yeah, people. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's Jack Gotti's son. Yeah, Jack yeah. Gotti's. Yeah. I'm going to be real. Yak. My I mean, it's not looking good for Yak. It's not looking good for Yak. We'll see. I, don't, I, I, I honestly think he gets off just because, like, I think people understand that he's not. I don't know. I, I think at least from people who I've seen kind of like analyzing the case and things like that, I feel like the defense or the prosecutor's case is a little faulty. They rushed it, too. Yeah. That's and it's what, just like and not even that they rushed it. They've had so much time and they're still not getting it all the way open and shut. Yeah. So it's like you've had, you know, Year and like a half, two years, a year plus, five hundred and seventy something days. Yeah, year and a half yeah. to, to to present this case, and everything still feels a little flimsy. That yeah, that's scary. It's not good. Yeah, I I uh, I, I saw on Court TV today. They were like, it feels like the prosecution is either unprepared or rushed this. And they were saying that Young Thug's lawyer isn't the type of person to rush this against. Like he they, he actually could could poke holes in what they said today. Um. They don't have a set time of how long they think this is going to last. I, I, I would imagine like a month, probably. It's just crazy, though, man. Just to see him on tour. Or it's a tour. I wish I'd seen him on tour. He got big. Like yeah, his, jaw. his stomach. <laughs> yeah. I saw how his like, tie was laying on his stomach. Yes. I'm like, damn, he got a gut. He, he eating. Because I, yeah. I was like, was he working out? And I was like, no, nah, he's not working out. He's just nah. eating. Yeah. He just, he just that, like, never seen him, oh, never man. seen him that, like, bulky before. But this is crazy. I, I had to come to terms with the fact, so I, so I like maybe it's kind of like you and R. Kelly. I had to come to terms with the fact that me with R. Kelly. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I had to come to terms with the fact that he might be going down, bro. Hey, no comment. <laughs> I hope. Um, hope Just listen to the through. silence. Oh, I'm man. actually. It, it's funny now. It's like that. He's actually on trial. It's like starting to set in a little bit more. This is actually really happening. Yeah, and it's just sad, man. I think you know he's one of the most prolific artists of my generation. And um, to just see him persecuted like this is whack. Yeah. I mean, I, I laughed at her, like, reciting the Take of the Trial lyrics so forcefully. I'm like, that's not how yeah, that I lyric. That's not, that's not how those lyrics were said in the song at all. Not the tone at all in any of the lyrics. But it's like, I looked at that and I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like, this is yeah. literally something that's like, come on. Like, we, we listen to shit like this all the time. You know what I mean? But. This is what this is their job. They have to they have to say this. They have to they have to make it seem as though this is, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, without a reasonable doubt that this is, you know, he is who they paint him as. But, you know, as this goes on, I, I as as Josh said, as court, you know, some of the analysts have said, it's like this has been a year and some change going. Y'all couldn't find a jury. Y'all had to, y'all had jurors taking vacations. You had jurors putting YSL on the Internet. You know what I'm saying? You had all types of people doing like this case has just seemed compromised. From the jump, yeah, like it, it just seems like like ridiculous. What what do you think, MC? 
What happened to the dude that that got handed a perk in the middle of uh he's in the middle of, of trial? He's out. He's gone. Yeah, he's out of here. <laughs> He's out of here. Like that. That's part of the circus of this whole thing. Yeah, that's it doesn't like, seem real. Yeah. It seems like it's like a, a comedy sketch. Like, yeah, man, it, it really doesn't seem real. And like, I'm not looking forward to the aftermath of it all because, like, good or bad. Yeah, good or bad is just like like two years of his life wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows how he comes back if he even comes back? Mm-hmm. Shine, remember Shine? Yeah. How long did Shine do? Like a decade, I think. From '99 until like what? 14, 16, Oh, no, maybe? I just remember when Sean got out, man. That shit did not sound the same. He shouldn't have tried to rap again. When Bobby Smurder got out. Shit did not sound the same. I think Thug is is definitely more talented than Bobby Smurder in that in that aspect. I just don't know, man. And maybe Shine too. I, I think the, the way that he, he comes out is, is is like, my worry is like the, the content. But oh, he's going to go right back to it. You get, he get he right get off. He, he, if he get off, he getting right back to it. Maybe worse. <laughs> He's going to be like, yeah, Double Jeopardy. It's going to be the name of his first album if he get off. It's just crazy. I, I, I'm hoping for the best, but I, I started listening to, like, I haven't been able to listen to his music for, like, a year. Like, just not in, like, a, because, again, like, I look at the Thug, the, the, the thug situations, like, a lot of, like, my, my early years here, a lot of my early years as a writer were kind of connected to his career as well. So, like, my first big interview for Complex was him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A-plus helped me get that, and... You know, I interviewed him on the radio. I did a lot of stuff with him at the hundreds. I did a lot of stuff with 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 a lot, you know, a lot of his team. I worked with, with Alex and, and everybody. Like I, I got to know a couple of the people there and you know, it, it was just hard to see that. It was it was hard to listen to his music because it was it was it was a bummer. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, you know, I listened to Barter Six last last week and I was like, this shit still goes. And regardless of what happens, that's not gonna change. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And as a as a fan, it, it's just been it's just been tough. It's real tough. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, I, I really, I'm interested to see, like, win or lose, like, what happens to the, the hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. Like, does this change what people rap about? Does this change just the sentiment around his music? Like, does he become this type of, like, musical martyr? Um, it's going to be interesting. And, I mean, and, again, win or lose, he becomes that anyway. Because yeah. he becomes, if he wins, he becomes the person where... They tried to use his lyrics against him and it didn't work. This is why they should stop doing it. Mm-hmm. He becomes that vision. I don't even know if he wants that distinction on him, but it's going to follow him forever. If he loses, it's like, okay, what are we about to do with our lyrics and how can we stop this? Because it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, it's like going to a Michael Crichton, the, hmm. the author, and being like, well, you can't, you can't say shit like that. We could, we could take you to jail for that. Yeah. Somebody died that same way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that, that is like where, do we, where do we draw the line? So while it's okay, it's happening. It fucking sucks. It really, it really does suck, man. Whether you're just discovering your voice or taking your show to the next level, you know what the world needs to hear. All you have to do is say it. With Spotify, set up your podcast, your food podcast, your mindfulness podcast, your never thought you'd get this far podcast, and watch those sparks fly. Drop the episode anywhere people listen. And find out who they're cooking with, where they're finding inner balance, and why they love your show. <laughs> You're already a creator. Now you can create, connect, and get paid for your passion with one single free tool. Spotify for podcasters. Talk where the world listens. You just released a new episode on Spotify, but don't just release episodes. 
Stand out on the world's most popular listening platform, wherever your show is hosted, with Spotify for podcasters. So don't just publish a podcast. Guide listeners to recommended content, featured episodes, and more. Don't just talk to your listeners. Use Q&As and polls to engage fans where they already are. Don't just check your stats. Find out where on Spotify you're being discovered and more. Tap a global audience of over 500 million. Then turn those listeners into fans with Spotify for podcasters. One thing that doesn't suck. Well, one thing that's great. I don't want to say it doesn't suck. Pause. Mark, this is a big month for you, man. Oh, a hell of an man. introduction there, I must say. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't one of my best segues. I, I <laughs> That wasn't one of my best segues. Shout out to Thug. No, Sarsky. But, uh, hey, man, in just one week, our guy, our pal Mark, is going to be moving out here, man. It's finally happening. Mark's coming to Cali. So, uh, I don't know how this will affect the, our recording schedule. We'll figure that out later. Yeah, how are we going to record it, even? I don't, I don't think there's enough room in here yeah. <laughs> for us no. to all be in the here. one. The one time that we did it in April, it was it was it was tight, pretty. Oh, it, was, it was shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> but we'll figure that out. Even if you just got to be up the street, you're literally just moving up the street for me anyway. Yeah. But even if it's just up the street, we'll figure out the recording situation. But how are you feeling? You're about to move. This is you just found out literally days ago that you, that, that you're you know you're on the way out here, man. How are you feeling? Yeah, nothing has hit yet. I don't think anything has compartmentalized in my head yet. Um. I'm still processing that Christmas day of this year would have been 20 years in Florida. So it's a pretty interesting month to wrap all of this around with a bow. And as I've been preparing, uh, I'm going to do a lot of preparing for the next 10 days to try and make my way out to uh, Los Angeles nice and safely. Um, I'm also wrapping up, you know, the past 20 years of life and just looking at, wow, the how much I did not like like to be here. (laughs) He's about to cry. What do you say? No, I'm not gonna cry. Out the window, like, uh, <laughs> Come miss that sunshine, uh, <laughs> the humidity. Nah, nah. I don't. I don't think so. The humidity in in LA is a lot better than the humidity in Florida. You step outside and brother, in five minutes, you're sweating in your new shower. You, li- you live in the valley, though. It's still gonna be hot as fuck. <laughs> I will. I will gladly take that. But um, you know, twenty years. Twenty years in Florida. I thought back, like, wow. I I, I truthfully did not. Uh, have much interest in being in the South. I came from the tri-state area and being in the South was not something that um, I was interested in when my mom said, okay, we're in a few months, we're moving to the South. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 20 years later, this is literally made everything that you see today. And I truthfully, truthfully would not want to change that all for anything in the world. I could not imagine the things that I've heard, the moments that I've seen if I were to stay in the tri-state area and not be in Florida. So now wrapping all that up and moving it to Los Angeles is going to be something that is interesting to me. But that portion of it has not really hit yet. I think it's going to hit once I make my way out there specifically in the way that I'm going to do it, which was also a way that I did not expect until maybe 48 hours ago. Let me just take my fucking victory lap here, okay? (laughs) Because I told you you should have drove. Yeah. My dad told me I should have drove too. I, I I told him he should have drove. I said this weeks ago. I said, "Hey man, you only, you only get to experience this once. You get to see America." And I was like, "Hell no!" Nah. Exactly. Scared. <laughs> Until now, nah, I was I wasn't scared. I just figured, you know, being able to call a mover, 
taking care of that would probably be a lot easier I said, than doing that. I said, a mover? I said, nigga, Jeff Bezos, nigga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we talked to, we talked to a mover. My mom and I talked to a mover and took a look around. It's one of the better uh, movers in South Florida. Um, looked around. And he's like, yeah, you got a nice spot. I, I got I to say, there's a lot of nice stuff in here. Just a quick question. Do you know how much it costs to move from one side of the country to the other? We're like, absolutely not. He said, bottom level, source level cost. You're looking at at least 10 bands. And I said, okay, so I guess we're not, I guess I'm not moving this then. Should have called a different so, mover. Yeah. <laughs> I got a second Ten opinion. Bands is crazy. Got a second opinion. Hey, listen. When you said you're going to move our Drewski, then I said, yeah, he'll see. Because <laughs> here's my thing. I got to let you learn on your own. Yeah. You got to let and you learn I on your think, own. I mean, it's funny. I, I do agree. I think seeing the world and seeing America driving across it, could be, it's going to be fun. Like, yeah, you're going to have is. a great time. Um, but also the moving, like, hiring a mover, it's just like, there's so much, just so many variables. Yeah. Your like, I could, just. Could break. Yeah, I just had a friend move across town and broke a TV. Mm-hmm. $1,200 TV. My old TV. I would be dead broke. sick. Yeah, my old TV when we moved here broke, when in in the moving process and like I mean it's not shit you could do. About yeah, it's it. nothing you can do. Yeah, really nothing. Yeah. Luckily they just they did some janky shit. They ordered they ordered the same TV, then put the old TV and then returned. <laughs> sent it back. Got their money back. It's crazy. I'm like yo yeah that's amazing actually. But um, niggas bad. Yeah. Niggas well, bad. Well, he uh, he he had said um, he had said, listen, I'm gonna be completely honest with you with two things. I can tell you one, yes, you can get this cheaper, but I'm gonna let you know right now, the there are movers out there that will give you a nice low price at the beginning. Then they move it. They're in Los Angeles and they're not taking the shit off the truck until you pay them three <laughs> times the amount of what it is. And I was like, I would be dead pissed, so we're not gonna do that. He gave you the real. So he said, he gave you the yeah, real. he's he completely keeping it real. And he said, okay, if I if I if I were the father talking to the son here, I would tell you. This is the best thing that you can do. You can take your most immediates, put them in a car and experience life here and take a couple of days and just explore. Oh, I'm about to say explore the world, but explore the country. I don't know about this mover, man. He was telling him we're the real. Uh, it's good advice, but just the way. He, the way the father to it, the son thing yeah, is weird. The way he put it is crazy. I'll be like, who the fuck is you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, hey. Who the fuck is you? That's what I'm saying. I don't know about this guy. But I do agree with the assessment, but I just don't know the, about the this thing guy. is like when I when I drove I, I was I was driving under like I was trying to beat the snow because it was the it was a year of like that big blizzard. That's that the fucking East Coast. hilarious. Yeah. And I just missed it in Memphis. I was like, we drive through Memphis, me and my boy Rodney. And I was like, oh shit, I see it. We literally see the snow coming down like it it was like rain. Like I never seen snow come down like this before. And I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We got we we zoomed over to Oklahoma. Like I wish that I was able to like stay in Memphis for a little longer and shit like that. You don't have that to worry about this time. Like you could just go up, hit some of the, your favorite spots. You could go to the strip club before you leave. Which one are you gonna hit before you leave? I'm not hitting those strips. I, 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 we're gonna take two. We're gonna take two. We're gonna take two nights. Why are you looking at me like I'm lying? Fuck it. Go to go to uh, go to the joint by Cyrus. The first night, uh, Cyrus is the literally the other way around. We're go not going to Tootsie's. We can't go south. <laughs> go we gotta go up. Go to go Tootsie's and then go back up. Tootsie, that, say goodbye. That to is. Say goodbye to your usuals, man. You, you're never gonna see them, bro. How? I have no Tootsie's usuals. I, where are the Tootsie's usuals? Who regular, are Tootsie's usuals? Regular. <laughs> what are you saying, John? How long is the drive? Uh, Apple Maps said it was a day and 16 hours. Obviously, that's nonstop. Yeah. Um, ask Chat GPT a good idea. Um, shout out to my brother. My brother Shaq is also gonna be with me. Um, we're gonna take this drive from 
that Friday, hopefully getting there by Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Chat GPT said, you know, night one, give it about another nice little 10, 11 hour drive. Stop in New Orleans if you'd like. Do a wait, little sightseeing. Wait, AI told you this? Yeah. Hey, man. Chat GPT. Chat GPT is underrated. Yeah, I swear no, to God. That's, you're using it for the right things. And then, yeah, it's giving you the route to stop in. That's good. What did yeah. It said, it, said, it, said, it said night one. Do 10, 11 hours, stop in New Orleans, do some sightseeing, yeah. stay there for a night. That's fire. You going to get a room then in said, New Orleans? Say it again? You going to get a room in New Orleans? Well, you gonna, be careful in New yeah. Orleans. I'm just going I'm, I'm to just put it out there. Woody, be careful, Woody. I'm not, I'm not stopping in the fucking ninth ward. And going I mean, I'm to just saying. It. I mean, you're driving, so you're going to be driving through shit. And you're going to have shit in your car. So just be careful about that. Like, I'm just yeah, giving you true. the heads up. Like, just be careful about where you stop. Be careful where you park. You might not want to. Yeah, stop I'm, try- in New Orleans. I'm trying to be. We're trying to be at a hotel and have that situated. So if if we can do that, we'll stay in New Orleans for a night. Then they said night two, Texas is going to take a while. Either stop between San Antonio or Dallas. Do sightseeing. Stay a night. <laughs> Texas took a whole day. Texas uh, took the whole day. I mean, you've day. been to Dallas before. I was stopping San Antonio. San Antonio got the river. Oh yeah, the river walk. River yeah, cool. Nice. I fuck with it. Yeah, river walks cool. San Antonio got a Papa Dose. That's the only reason I'm stopping in Texas. I you don't might. think so. You're gonna have to stop in Texas regardless. Yeah. Don't but Fuck. man. Texas is the longest part of your and, drive. I mean, you don't you don't do drugs or nothing, so just be clean in Texas, man. Because yeah. they fucking pull you over for nothing. Yeah. Oh no, nah, no, nah, that ain't happening. Yeah. They they I'll be I will be completely fine. Then they said day three is gonna be your long haul. Like mm-hmm. your sixteen hours. Oklahoma well, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. You could. Because Texas is the longest part of your trip. And then you because then after that you go through New Mexico. Uh, I think the order is Arizona, New Mexico, New Mexico. I don't know. But Texas you go through is all for sure. Texas is like, yeah, that's the biggest state. So. Yeah. And you're cutting through it. Cool. So it's like, mm-hmm. you going to have your keys and all that stuff? You going to pick up the keys? I'm picking up the keys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got you. Yeah, what day? Well, we, we can talk about it afterwards. But like, mm-hmm. by this time, next time we're recording, you're going to be here and it's wow. going to be different. And again, on episode 50, changes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Things are changing. 2024 yeah. is looking looking fucking bright. You know it's what I crazy. mean? I'm I'm happy for you. I, I this is a this is a learning experience. This is a fucking litmus test for how much this is like real adulthood here. <laughs> like real adulthood hours. Real that's shit. the part that's the part that's like fuck, I'm definitely going to have to do this <laughs> shit now. Shit. Real adulthood hours, bro. It, but but again, you got your brothers here, man. We we and and and, and several more that are still here. That are waiting for you to get here. Listen, my wife's so fucking excited. She's like, I'm already, I'm getting games, I'm getting liquor, I'm getting all this shit. I'm like, I'm like, getting board games? Oh, like, what man. the fuck? <laughs> what you talking about? Like, get out of here. She's excited. Come like, she's excited for, for, for her for her her pal, her drinking buddy. She really needs people to drink with her. Because well, I don't because I don't drink. Market's about to be lit. Jess whooped my ass at the wedding. So I don't know. I can't. I can't drink. I can't. I can't hold it down like I. Dra- I know Jess is gonna drink me under the table, but I'll be able to hold. I'll be able to hold my own at least. Uh, yeah. Well, she can't even hold her own. But anyway, that's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole different subject. But Mark will be here. We'll figure out the recording situation. I think. I, I, th- I think we're gonna be looking for some new digs pretty soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to say mm-hmm. bye to the to the office. Yeah. It, 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 it might be a wrap for the office. Belt. The belt be gone no the belt's coming it's, oh, it's we coming. had a second belt okay. oh yeah we, we, we can bring the belt you the bnd the bnd title's we coming have, we gotta we gotta we gotta have like some like type of like ill-ass debate championship or some shit like, <laughs> a lot of people love the debates that we have 
Debate championship. And I, and I think that, like, it, it, that would give more incentive for me to argue with Josh. Because right yeah. now, I'll just let, I'll let Josh just say anything. Hey, man. Because I'm like, I got, I got no skin in the game. If you want to, if you want to say this shit, we gotta go debate ahead. some some records on Throwblacks. Maybe we do a debate episode. Speaking of Throwblacks, let me tell you right now, I have not listened to <laughs> Speaker <laughs> Speaker Box. I love before. Speaker Box Love Below is one of the albums I kind of go back to randomly. I haven't listened to it this week, but I'll get to it. We will listen to it. Uh, it's looking like maybe December. We'll probably be able to. I got we got to get it in before your birthday. I know, yeah. I know you're going to be doing whatever, but I'll be here. It, it'll. <laughs> It's gonna it's it's gonna hit on December. It's a longer episode, and I think that's what's been more daunting. It's a double disc. Yeah, it's gonna disc. be by proxy. It's going to be a uh, lot more conversation sure. happening. Um, and plus, I gotta get all the information set and stuff like that. And they keep releasing articles about the fucking album, so like I'm not able to really just sit down. And, yeah, it's and, the highest selling album ever. Yeah, it's diamond oh, rap, rap, rap album of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it only rap album? I thought it was only, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's rap album. I don't oh, think okay. it's I don't think it's album of all time. Still, still Thriller, right? Or one of those greatest hits. No, I, I mean, in terms of rap, yeah. But yeah, yeah, in rap, like, yes, this is the greatest. It just beat Eminem show. It, oh, it did? Yeah, it beat Eminem show. Wow, because 50s after all of the Eminem albums, right? Um, I believe so, yeah. Like, I, I, it like should eight. be. Garrett, Trey Rich should be high up there. It's crazy. Which is, listen, I got res- I, I respect 50 Cent for, for this year. I don't think I ever, I mean, obviously, we'll be giving him his flowers, but the, the run he's been on this year, the way that tour looks. Oh yeah, the fact that he's going on another leg to that shit. Yeah, and it's getting really good, really great reviews. I've never heard anyone say anything bad about that show. I mean, it's a good show, and I think Fifty Cent's a good performer. Yeah, um, you know, when you have polarizing albums like Get Rich or Die Trying and The Massacre and True. shit like that, it's like people love that shit. Yeah, they do. And, and I think you know he's been torn overseas for a long time now. Like it just being a twentieth anniversary of him doing like the U.S. tour was like a moment. But that nigga be tra- torn Germany and China and shit. That's where the money is. Yeah, that's where the money is. That's yeah. why them old rock mans be Dubai be torn. and shit. The Dubai, the, the Dubai circuit's fun is funny. Like what? Anybody could tour Dubai. Yeah, I mean, but- if you got like one little hit, <laughs> I be seeing like motherfuckers like Sweetie, Bia, <sighs> Sweetie, like, shit. She'll she'll tour anything off two songs. Anyway, that's it for this week. I want to talk about the Ti Sun thing, but I guess we'll save it for B size because mm. it's about child rearing. Uh, stand on business. We might, we might we gotta talk about child rearing and beating your kids. But uh, thank you guys for listening to episode fifty. This was a very reflective episode. We talked yeah. about a lot of changes that are going on. Um, I'm happy to be here. A lot of changes for the crew, this, man. man. Yeah, like we we're by the next episode, it'll be a different vibe. Mark will be in a different space. We'll probably be in front of a white background because he. Probably <laughs> I'm gonna do my best. If Target can help me, if Target can help me, I might White be like background right. lawn chair, <laughs> window outside. Shit, <laughs> oh, man. I am ready to see what Mark's whole situation is gonna look. Like. You can you can go downstairs in my house. You can just be in my kitchen. Yeah, that could work too. We can put you in another room or something. Yeah, we can put you somewhere. We'll figure it out by by next episode. But thank you guys for listening. Make sure you sign up for for Patreon. We got me and Mark have a new show coming out. It is official. We're going to be talking movies, talking shows. You have a name for it yet? I haven't come up with a name yet, uh, but I do have an outline that I have okay. to send to Mark after he's done moving and all that stuff. I don't want to, you know, put all of that and you know, all that pressure on you right now. But new show coming out. No name for it yet, but I'm, I'm going to have a special guest. I, uh, I'm going to see if Pat can come through. Dom, our good friend mm. Dom. Oh, re- this going to be a good show. Movie reviewer is going to come through. We're going to talk about stuff that Mark is, hasn't seen. You everything. I mean? Everything. Everything. How about we call it Mark Watches Everything? Oh yeah, I like that. Mark watches everything because you know what? If you're gonna live in if you're gonna live in California, 
You're gonna have to go to movies. Some movies. That's what we do. Yeah. We watch movies okay. here. I get you an AMC uh, A list pass. Hey, shout out that AMC stock. Rise that stock now. Hey. Get it to fifty bucks so I can oh sell this bit. I want to see Dumb Money. I haven't seen that yet. You still haven't seen it? No. It's good. I gotta see Dumb Money. I've seen a lot of yeah, I've seen a lot of movies this year. That's on my queue. That's on my queue. I gotta see Dumb Money. But thank you guys for listening. For Josh Pease and MC, I'm J5. We'll see you guys in a week. Peace out.